Hi there, let's talk sports fans. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of our Sunday Let's Talk Sports Roundtable. And I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Larson, from Fantasy Football for the People. Thanks for joining me today. Absolutely, Dan. We got through our first weekend of preseason football. Not the greatest for you Jets fans, unfortunately, even though you got the win, there was some Zach News scariness or Zach Wilson scary news. But uh, hopefully everything's going to, you know, pan out OK after he gets out of California from his surgery. Yeah, um, I was going to say we will get to that later. And trust me, uh, between the quarterback and the left tackle, it has been a reminder why I hold my breath during preseason as most football fans do but um we've got a pack show ryan some things you know about some things you don't but uh before we get started i just want to encourage everyone to check out ryan's great content a at fantasy football for the people his one-stop shop for fantasy football where he has articles blogs polls all sorts of things you name it he's got he's even got personal DM facility where you can ask him questions or maybe even challenge his opinions in articles. I don't know. Uh, as long as you've followed the page, you can do that. So, um, yeah, uh, please do uh, drop him a follow. Um, he's a rising star, if you will, which gets me to my second point. Wrote a ball. Obviously, Ryan, as we've talked about recently, is providing them with content. And as this week has shown even more content than originally planned, which means he's doing a great job. So I would encourage all of the community to go and support what he does. Um, if for no other reason, then um, you can um, see him write for cover a different team other than the Eagles. So, that means he's got to say nice things about someone else. Yeah, no, that, that absolutely. And I, I've taken on uh, not only Philadelphia. Uh, so if you have the Rotoballer app or if you go to their website and you see the news blurbs and all the hits that come out from there, those are all going to come from me. Uh, working on getting up to speed with that over the next couple of weeks. And then uh, I've got articles lined up in the middle of the season. And I'm going to be right now about pretty much everybody as news breaks and uh, – uh, injuries happen or replacements on depth charts and all that fun stuff. So uh, you can download the Rotorballer app if you'd like. That will give you all that information as soon as it comes out. You'll get the little alerts. And I, I recommend uh, downloading them and Sleeper app and all that stuff, even if you don't play on the platforms, just because the news breaks are so uh, just essential for if you're wanting to pick up and drop somebody before somebody else gets the chance to do so. Um, but, yeah, no, I got tons of stuff coming out on Rotorballer. They're very pleased with what I've been doing and, uh, you know, just being able to, to hear that and all the good feedback from everybody in the community has been fantastic. Um, yeah, and then uh, this is a big week for Wag Me Fantasy as well, our newsletter that we have. I posting uh, my annual favorites and fades list, uh, the players that I like compared to the uh, earned consensus ranks. So you guys can go over there and check that out as well. Uh, Tuesday morning, if you are signed up for the newsletter, which is free, if not, it'll be available later in the week on the blog. And then um, just follow me on at TripleFTP on Twitter if you want to know, uh, you know, and be updated when any of my stuff comes out. I just posted my updated rankings 
this past Thursday on uh, Fantasy Football for the People, so you can check those out too. I got stuff coming out constantly. I'm constantly writing when I'm not taking care of children or my wife right now, so it's uh, it's a lot of stuff going on. Yep, so please do support and look anyone with a, a family will understand how difficult it is with a young family and especially with an expectant partner. So, um, yeah, um, Ron's um, juggling a few things at this point. So, uh, I know you would appreciate any support you can offer in regard to his content. Yeah, absolutely. Anything, uh, any, anything that you guys, you know, even just clicking on the, the articles and checking them out uh, helps me out a lot. And I'm still, obviously, all my uh, direct messaging lines are open if you have questions. I know drafts are happening right now and they're going to be happening for the next two, three weeks. Um, so if you need help with that, please message me. Maybe a little bit tough by the end of this week when my baby is due, but uh, I'll be able to get back to you once uh, once I got a free couple of minutes here and there. So I'm sure I'll be answering questions from many people who don't know the whole situation with that, which is perfectly fine. I love to be able to do it. It gives me a break from my hectic life, if you will. This is where you're in the labor room and Gary and Paul are both messaging you. Uh, should they do a trade? And um, you've got to uh, um, politely say, I'm a bit busy right now, guys. You may have to look at my articles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they'll. Uh, I'm, I'm going to set up a, uh, an automatic message to be sent back that says babies being delivered. I'll get back to you in a few hours for whatever <laughs> messages they give me. Um, so we have got a few... Uh, giveaways and announcements to do but i'm going to hold off on that just in case we get a bit more in the comment section because some special people in the community may have surprises for them so if we start off with probably my least favorite subject of the episode and that is uh the jets uh pre-season and more in particular their preseason list of injuries, uh, Mackay Beckton is, um, this one wasn't a shocker to me, obviously I was hoping for the best, we've talked about this in the past, but um, it's just one of those things that you had to let this year play out, and we talked a little bit about this on Thursday, I believe, that you can't um play armchair gm in yeah you can say maybe draft icky but then who are you taking out of the jets draft class so um also you have to know what you've got in mckay and the door isn't closed for him but how i feel about this is this upcoming year you've got to plan for the future whether that's tied george fent down and obviously you've got Drain Brown in for the second year, um, then that's fine, and uh, Mackay can come in and compete. I actually think one year as a starting off as a string tackle might be better for him going forward, but um, I don't blame Joe Douglas in any means. It would have been a waste of talent if you didn't know what about Mackay, whether it be healthy or not, and you have Icky. One of them is a wasted pick if you will, it's a bad use of assets. Uh, um, yeah, um, I understand it, and it's just one of those things, a bit of a, 
um, killer to your anticipation for the season. But that said, for the time of year, Dwayne Brown is about as good a solution as you can hope for um, because that you don't get many left tackles on the open market this time for season as good as him. He's also got the familiarity with Robert Sala and even George Fant. Now, how George Fant feels about it, I'm not sure because he made it clear he wanted to play left tackle and that isn't going to happen. They've announced it today and I saw this coming because Drain Brown never played right tackle and George Fant had. He's very athletic, so it's a bit of a no-brain. And I know some fans mention Fant's first year um, well, they say his figures weren't good. He only allowed two sacks in, and that was in and as bad a line as I've ever watched. Trust me, I watched every game of that season. So, how I feel about it is the O line is better. So, I, I can live with two sacks anyway allowed, but I think it will be better. I think George Fant is a better player now. The scheme's better, but I do think it's going to be interesting how Fant feels about this because he was already treating out about paydays. Oh, it must be nice. Uh, to me, if I was Joe Douglas, if you're anywhere considering a deal or anywhere close, uh, even if it doesn't come out this year, but you uh, budget it so it comes out next year, I'll get some sort of deal done just so, um, <laughs> look, you've got enough... Uh, not headaches, but issues at the moment with the injury list that may be showing olive branch to George Fant is how I would do it. I'm not a GM, but I just feel that would be the way I'd go about it. But I'm not ruling them out with the Beckton situation and they can't come to a deal. The Jets could well use the franchise tag on him and I'm not sure he'll be happy. It would be... Not too bad a solution, um, but we'll see. What do you think of Beckton's injury, Ryan? It's definitely unfortunate, but uh, like you said at the top, it, it's not really that it's that shocking, unfortunately. Um, I mean, we, we, we've we known the issues that Beckton has had staying uh, healthy, and <clears throat> to be honest with you, I not that I want anyone to get hurt, but in terms of the Jets situation, I think it's partially favorable and and don't read between the lines there of me saying oh it's great that he's hurt they can you know have somebody else play for him because Becton's bad and stuff like that I think Becton is great when he's on the field I think in terms of the situation where you know they feel like they have to try and get some sort of value out of him I think that's gone where they have to you know feel obligated to potentially trade him or cut him I feel like what they have now is the opportunity to sit wait until he's fully healthy like you said they have the situation figured out in terms of who's going to be starting where, who's going to be replacing and filling in, and then let Becton take the time that he needs to finally get completely healthy, ready to go, and show them on the practice field that he is ready to, you know, compete in an actual NFL live game. And then once that happens, the offensive line gets a nice upgrade. Um, so I think in terms of that, if you want to look for a silver lining in the whole situation, that is a good way to look at it. Um, it's just, it, it sucks to watch a player like that who we've all kind of wanted to see get back on the field and show what he can do at an NFL level and just hasn't had the ability to get back out there and play. It's, it's terrible to see, but I think the situation is favorable now for the jets as a whole. 
And I think it's best for Becton to be able to completely 100% rehab, fully get ready to play, not feel like he has to be pushed out there onto the field to start because they have a decent replacement. And then he can come back when he's fully ready on his own terms. Um, and then in terms of the whole fan situation, <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, I think it'd be smart for Joe Douglas. It doesn't have to be this season, obviously, but I think next season with all the things that are going on, I think you're right. I think paying him is a smart idea. Fant's a good enough player to where he deserves a payday so that way he can get the contract extension that he wants. He just solidifies the offensive line, hyper-athletic, great right tackle. Um, even if you have to, you know, if he gets his way and goes to play left tackle eventually, if he if he needs to slot in, he can definitely do that too. Um, so uh, when you have a player like that, that you can swap between multiple important positions, very good player, hyper-athletic, he'll get the payday that he wants. He's just squawking right now because he sees other people getting paid and, that's what these young men do. They they want the money too, and they'll get it eventually. But I think uh, that'll happen more next year. It, it it shouldn't be something that Douglas lets uh lets go and lets him walk. Yeah, Andre. Also, he's actually uh, Douglas's most successful free agent signing. I'm not saying his biggest name. He was the first guy he brought in, and he's probably the only one that's shown production on the field because we all hope Kyle Lawson will be. But he's got paid a lot of money for being injured the entire season at the moment. So, um, Corey Davis is another one. It didn't quite happen. So, George Frank is um, his surprise sort of something he can bank on in free agency at this point. So, that's another reason to pay him. And, um, yeah, in regard to Beckton, I even see some fans out there saying, I'll just be done with it. Cut him now. His career's over. That's a bad use of resources, even removing the human aspect of it, because you paid him all his guaranteed money. So at the feed lease, you allow him to come back and pay, and even if you've got other options, then he can be your string tackle for what he's going to be earning, his pennies in the NFL. So that's just craziness of uh, some fans. Uh, every fan base has it, I will admit. Uh, my fan base has more than most. Um, but, um, yeah, I thought that was amusing. But, yeah, I do hope he comes back and is some sort of version of himself. The hope is that he can come back, maybe learn behind not just George Fant, but now Drane Brown, who is a modern professional. I like Drain Brown. I've always liked him. I liked, without getting too political, I liked how he stood up and be counted in when he was at the Texans. Um, that says a lot to me. And let's be honest, uh, he was on an atrocious O-line in Seattle and he managed to shine bright. So that says a lot about him as well. So, yeah, I'm happy with his signing, to be honest with you, and I know some fans are saying it's a bit of an overpay. I don't necessarily think it is, because if you see what Riley Reef went for, and I do understand some of that is bonuses, Riley Reef is not anywhere close to Green Brown, in my opinion, and it's just the situation. Your starting tackle goes down injured the first week of preseason. You may have to pay two million more than yours negotiating for the swing tackle, and that's not a knock at Douglas, it's just 
the situation. I'm just happy I've got a starting tackle. I don't care if it's to me even more, to be honest with you, and I don't think any fans should, because if you do, go out there and look at other options, what was available, and a lot of them aren't pretty. Pay them for me when less a season and see what your O-line looks like. So that's how I fall on it now with Zach Wilson thing. Um, well, this is a typical Jets of you're all excited. Um, I will admit, hopefully the outcome, once he went down injured, is about as good as you could hope. We won't know until tomorrow once they... Uh, um, essentially get him on the surgeon's table and they decide if they need to do a little bit more as expected though I'm taking nothing for granted Robert Sala said the same thing what he said about Zach Wilson about Beckton not once but twice because last year the reason why the press in New York beat report has been so hard on Beckton is Sala comes out at the podium and says Probably be back by week eight. That was a head scratcher to even me, and I've got no medical knowledge at all. But um, he did the same thing this week. We're pretty confident, and then bang, out for the season. So um, I'm not going to guarantee that come tomorrow, I'll suddenly set Wilson's out for the season. So. Um, Hopefully that isn't the case, and I do agree with Tanner and JG. We discussed this on Saturday. If it's any more than a month, they may have to make a move because no disrespect to Joe Flacco, a decent backup if you're not expecting him to play much time, but if he's playing much more than four consecutive weeks, you may have to make a move, and um, I think most people will connect certain dots of an available quarterback. That said, I don't know how they'd make the money work because they had eight million available before Dwayne Brown. He's getting paid an average of 12, so I don't know what they can pay him half a million or something like that. So I'm sure they'll make that work. Hopefully it isn't the case, but I'm sure there'll be a lot of Jets fans nervous come tomorrow. Yeah, man. Uh, watching that game live because I'm sitting there taking notes, getting ready to do the first round of the the news hits, and I just watched Zach Wilson take off on a run. I'm like, oh, man, nice. Got outside the pocket, made a nice play, should have went out of bounds, and the minute that I said that, he cuts back in, and then he's on the ground, and, you know, my hands go on my head, and I just I couldn't I couldn't believe it. It was the most, you know, the, jet, the most Jets thing to happen to the Jets, and it felt so – I felt so bad about it because now, you know, after talking to you for over a year and our friendship, and I, I kind of want the Jets to do good just for your happiness, but – and then, of course, they – you know, that happens, so it was just just insane to me. Um, I – in terms of following reports on the whole injury situation, like you said, I just totally blocked out everything that Salah said. I don't trust anything that's coming out of his mouth right now. Um, looking up uh, what the potential injury was and also seeing what some of the uh, uh, the fantasy community on Twitter with some of the great doctors that they have uh, on Twitter that uh, are pretty good and pretty accurate about projecting the time spans of these injuries. Best case scenario looks like three to four weeks 
which would I think knock him out for the first maybe second game of the pre or of the regular season. And if that's the case, I think everything's going to be okay. I would personally start Mike White over Joe Flacco. Um, Flacco is as washed as I could ever think, and that offense isn't going to operate to its best ability if they don't have a quarterback who can at least be slightly mobile and work his way out of the pocket because as improved as the Jets' offensive line is, I think you still need someone that can extend to play a little bit, and I think Mike White's got a little bit more mobility than uh, you know near 40-year-old Joe Flacco. But um, I, I, in terms of if it's a longer uh, injury, you know, say that the worst case scenario is obviously a season ender. W- what do you do? If, if, if uh, you can go get uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, potentially, you know, the money will always find its way to work out. I trust your GM more than most GMs in the league. He'll find a way to make that work. But the problem is, is, is what if you, what do you do after that? Because I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is just going to want a one-year contract and then you trade capital to get him potentially and only sign him to a one-year deal. It's not like the Jets are the best uh, shot at a playoff team in a very, very stacked AFC. It's tough to figure out what the best way to do that whole situation is. And then it, say Wilson's only out for a month to six games, four to six games. You can't just bench Garoppolo the minute that Wilson comes back because that trade makes no sense in my opinion. So that that situation is going to be very interesting. And no, I don't feel like there's any – any Jet fan is going to be happy with the actual result that comes out of it, unless it is a full year's uh, injury. Garoppolo comes in, outproduces what they think he's going to do, and then they it sucks to have a you know two good quarterbacks because then you got a situation to figure out at the end of the year. But at the very least, you'll know you'll have one that you're happy with by the uh, start of next season. So it's it's it, it, the situation is all over the place. We we just got to wait for tomorrow to happen to kind of draw a better roadmap to the final destination, if you will. Yeah, it's interesting. One thing what I wouldn't rule out, just if they could somehow make some sort of deal in regard to Romani. Um, we've talked about Denzel Mims before. Could they do some sort of deal with the 49ers? Mims goes over to the 49ers, add into that high-octane offense, and you get... Jimmy G and they maybe make some sort of deal with regard to the cap or something. I'm not saying it will happen, but it's looking more and more likely Mims with his not being able to play special teams, he's getting frustrated with not running with the ones. And they've got um, a couple of candidates what can play special teams what are excelling in camp. So um that could be one option uh, should the need be right. I hope it doesn't because it's not good for the Jets. It will almost seem like a wasted season because the rookies may develop under Jimmy G. I have every confidence in that, but they're not developing a rapport with Sack. And then what will Sack look like? It'll probably be taking another season to recover. Then you're getting into a situation where you need to know what you've got in him, so we need tomorrow to go well. Or um, it's going to be interesting. I don't necessarily mean in regard to wins and losses, but your future as a franchise. Yeah, I mean, there are so many branching paths of the way that this whole situation could end. I, I don't think, I mean, I guess I'll throw my opinion in there. I don't think it's going to be a season ender, but the problem no. is, is you got to be okay with, 
you know, potentially losing him for two to four games, maybe even a little bit more, depending on, uh, you know, how he comes back from the surgery. Sometimes it takes a little longer for certain players. You just got to be okay with what you have, or you got to make a trade. And I just, I don't know if Garoppolo would be the right move altogether, but I could be wrong on that. I just think that, you know, inserting a QE that's going to make it a real uh, quarterback battle in a bad situation where the fans are going to be calling for Garoppolo the first game that uh, Zach Wilson comes out and potentially struggles. I, I think you're setting – we don't want another Sam Darnold situation, and I know you don't, Dan. So I don't know what the best move is here. I, I'd i probably just go with Mike White, but that's just me. Yeah, I agree. Um, we will see. Hopefully it isn't the case, but – I, as you said, I don't trust anything Robert Silas is. Um, that's one thing I want to see from... Uh, it's funny, I said this on my Friday show with Keith. I said, well, it's not just Zach Wilson, what's in the second use Robert Silas is, and I know everyone's sold on him, but one thing I'm looking for him is what he puts out there in some of his comments, because... I didn't. I've not liked how he handled the Beckton situation last year. I'm not saying like sack him or anything like that, but uh, Mackay got under a lot of pressure with beat, particularly one in particular, just took it personal against him, and a lot of that was people were expecting him back halfway through last year, and um, that's just because of that one comment. I know what he's trying to do. It was nothing malice. He just start, took over as head coach. He wanted to keep everyone upbeat. He must have known it was pretty much done for the season, but he wanted to be his sort of rah-rah guy, if you will, and um, he made a mistake. So I don't blame him for necessarily that move, but if he keeps committing the same mistake, then it's a different story, if you will. So I just want that side of him to be um, maybe learn from his mistakes because I'm fine with a player or coach making mistakes, but it's you've got to learn from them. You'll supposedly learn more from your mistakes than your victories. Well, as you know, Ryan, we ain't had a lot of victories lately, so you, you've got to learn from those mistakes. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, it, that that rah-rah nature, like you said, it's a gift and a curse, man. I mean, it's great for most of the time for player, uh, you know, uh, just their overall happiness. But it's uh, it can be a curse when it comes to the media and especially the fan base because they don't, like you said, you know, you don't want to feel like you're not necessarily lied to, but just, you know, kind of treating you like you're the little kid in the room. It's like, ah, oh, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Just give it to us straight so we know and – give it to your team so they know straight. I think that would go a lot longer way than kind of, you know, kicking the ball down the road and seeing if you can back your words up that you promised earlier. And if not, you just hope to brush them under the rug. It's, it's definitely, he's not the only guy that does it in the league, not by a long shot, but it's definitely an issue. Yeah, I agree. Um, so before we talk a bit of fantasy football, just wanted to quickly touch on, um, with the Sean Watson situation and we won't go too deeply into it because I think we both made our feelings quite clear on him. But if, as reported, um, there is a season suspension, and I'll just be clear about this, I think it should be, to be honest with you. If, 
this is a different matter, but um, just so everyone knows where I stand, if it, even half of it was true, if it was left up to me, I'd ban him for life, to be honest with you. That's just how I feel. But that said, just speaking about from a footballing point of view, what do they do? Um, there's rumours, again, about another team linked to Jimmy G, it would seem. I don't know how they can justify that much money on all these quarterbacks, but um, if I'm a fan, I feel more comfortable with Jimmy G than I do speak to Johnny about Jacoby, and it's not even like Johnny's like uh, aggressive guy, if you will, but he is not a fan of Jacoby. And I know some, like, you... It's funny, you speak to some of the contributors who um, we've had on here. Um, they have a belief that what you saw at the Colts can be a little bit of what you see from him. So it's interesting, game with different stories. Now, I'm of the belief he's a bit player than him, but it's a bit like with Joe Flack, I think. If he's playing any more than four games, that's a bad situation. He can cope with for it maybe three to four games and look good but I think he's just one of these guys what has some talent but if he plays on a continual basis um I want to say a word but I won't but basically you can get the meaning and let's put it like this he's gonna muck it up um so um that's just how I feel about him and that may be unfair but He's had many chances now, and under some pretty good coaches, Frank Reich, Bill Belichick, and it just hasn't happened for him. I think he's a career backup, to be honest with you. I may be being a little unfair to him. How do you feel about him and the Browns? I don't think you're being unfair in any, by any means. Um, I'm of the notion that, and this is purely team-based. This doesn't really have anything to do with Brissett and how he is as a player. If if the suspension is six to eight games, I think that Brissett can keep them in, you know, in the division hunt. He's good enough to where he's not going to just outright lose you every game. He's not one of those terrible backups. He doesn't have the upside to win you a ton of games, maybe one. Um, but I think the defense in Cleveland is good enough to carry that team to a couple of victories, even if Brissett is struggling at times. Um it, man, I don't know what to think of Cleveland. Uh, Deshaun Watson, when he was out there, looked horrible. Well, I mean, I don't think there was a worse quarterback that I saw playing. Maybe Daniel Jones, but Daniel Jones even had a couple of bright spots in some of his uh, preseason play this past weekend. I mean, Deshaun Watson, I think it was like one of five, just really, really bad. And it's not statistical. When you watch the game, he did not look like he was ready to step back onto an NFL field. He needs a lot of reps. He needs a lot more live action, more time with his weapons and uh, his receivers. But the thing is, is, you know, he's going to get there and then he's going to get a suspension, whether it's six to eight games or a full year, whatever he gets. Uh, I mean, I personally think it should be a year, but I don't run the NFL and I don't make those rules. So I can't do anything about that. So it's uh, once, once he does come back after a suspension, he could look just as bad because that's six weeks away from the team, eight weeks away from the team full season has to try and get another off season to get prepared uh, next year. That, I, that whole situation looks like the worst possible trade that a team may have ever made, especially with what it's cost them. And uh, 
you know, in terms of I, if it's a full season, Brissett is not the answer. If it's six to eight, I think Brissett can carry them enough uh, and not hinder them from potentially making a, uh, a run at the division title or a wild card spot. But if it's a full season, I think that, uh, you know, training for Garoppolo is the best idea. Like you said, don't know how the heck they're going to make it happen with all the money they have invested in that position, but it is the most important position in all of football. And it seems like nowadays the cap numbers just don't matter anymore and they find a way to make it work. So I would not be surprised if they found a way to make it work if this uh, suspension extends to an entire season. Yeah, I'd raise he did not look good. He looked like Nathan Peterman out there, to be honest with you. Um, and um, yeah, I'm just going to be honest. Um, if they end up having to go out and get another quarterback, say it's Jimmy G, then they just look like a bigger dumbasses than they already are. They brought Jacoby in and have essentially paid him to be a um, camp quarterback, then that would, is what that would mean. Because they had to know this was going to happen, whether they expected the season or just four games or what have you. They must have known the suspension is quite likely. So if they didn't have faith in Jacoby, then why do it, personally speaking? Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um, a few things what we wanted to mention we haven't had a chance to make as much content in our partnership with underdog fantasy football just because of the uh, fantasy football university but once it's over with in two weeks time we will be looking at ways to make unique content um one thing what i am doing is i'm going to be using Tanner, I was speaking with Tanner. He's been doing a lot of mock drafts, um, but I say a lot every night. Last night, he did close to three hours, I believe it was. Uh, trust me, I know I watched it at Christ, in fact. Um, so, um, yeah, we are going to be looking at ways we can make content help you out. And I'll just be honest with you help us out as well because we do have a partnership with them. I'm always transparent about this um, and we do thank them for this. It, it's good for our content to just, uh, even apart from the small amount, what may benefit us at some point, just have an underdog connected to our uh, show. I think that's a benefit to me and Ryan. I think, I think Ryan would agree with me for that. So, we're just looking at ways we're going to do that. We'll, we'll be doing, uh, have some sort of drafts involving the site and we'll work on ways to engage with you. That's the biggest thing we always do, engage with people. So um, we'll probably do some sort of giveaway involving Underdog as well. Um, and obviously we're promo codes at the bottom of the screen. So should you want to check out their site, we would appreciate you. I will warn our UK residents or fans, however you like to phrase it, they are not active in the UK, trust me. I know because I've been doing the admin in regard to the partnership and also I have had requests of a few of our supporters, Paul Carey among them, who wanted to support 
what we do, which um, meant a lot to us, uh, but sadly they can't take part. As Ryan told me by DM last night, they need to get their act together and um, go in the UK. And I do know there is plans and uh, conference calls with them, so hopefully that does happen. But should you have any questions how it all works, either me or Ryan would be happy to answer your questions. But we probably will do some sort of video explaining Underdog and how you can use them a bit better. I just wanted to do a little piece because we have let that bit slide a little bit. I may even work it in something into the Fantasy Football University. We've got two episodes left, so I'm sure we'll come up with something. And um, the last thing is... Uh, with giveaways and ones connected to our other partner graphkits.co now they're active um, until the 1st of September which um, took me a little bit by surprise and then I realised it's not just the Browns but our dumbass obviously people won't be drafting during the season so of course there's no need for kits so should you be in need of a custom made kit they do there's a 10 percent code there and they do so much uh, great uh custom made uh, kits please check out their website and should you be able to afford it or fancy what they're doing um check out them and they run by some nice people always happy to help and um, I ain't told Ryan this, but they've told me they already want to work with us next year. So me and Ryan are all about, it's not about making a quick partnership. It's a long-term partnership. So, um, yeah, we do thank them for that. Um, they like our community and want to work with us now. They've gave, in connection to the Fantasy Football University, they've given free kits away and they wanted to make me aware obviously with that first of september closing date they didn't want our people to lose out so we've picked three people what we treat with episodes and comment a lot what we think's uh deserving of winning and um now the first two are almost on stalk-like levels in regard to Ryan's help, and that is, of course, Gary and Paul. Of course, you couldn't meet bigger 49ers fans or supporters of our content, whether it's fantasy football or just our content in general. So we felt this was the right call. Um, I'm not sure what Tracy and the kids are going to think of Paul going full on lynch uh in the living room but i want to see photos polls but um yeah i will connect with both of you and arrange for that to make that happen and um what i'm going to do is because obviously they are us based i will cover the postage to get over because um, obviously we can't expect the company to i don't I don't want to impose, but we will do that. We will never do a giveaway and make the postage covered by people win it because I've always been quite clear. I'm not at the point where I want to 
community to pay for anything really um and the last one is tanner we think that is a great choice a big support comments on almost every episode um so we think he's another deserving choice and again i will connect with him and um the last giveaway is we spoke a few well probably a few months ago now that when we had mikey on i'd give a pass away for his tool to help you set the lineups a fee um good tool of course anyone what hasn't checked out mikey's tool head over to basement brood fantasy football he'll be sure to help you out now i'm not sure about the next five days because i know he's on holiday but any other time uh, but we've picked um another fur favorite in the community nick bobkins um again we think he's a great choice um and yeah we hope he can make some use of it and perhaps that will select Nikhil Harry because he obviously won't. So that's the tool will tell him to. I love that. Yeah, guys, all of you, congratulations. Um, you guys literally, I mean, you're the most active in the community by far. And I know some do shows and stuff like that. But that that doesn't matter. That Just being able to, I mean, just watching Tanner's. Uh, live stream drafts last night they did um this morning when i got back up he he promoted my stuff four five six times threw my stuff up on the the back screen behind him with my website and all my articles and stuff like that and just everybody in the community is so gracious with sharing all the content that we do but um we want to make sure that the people that do it the most uh get recognized and you know get these awesome giveaways and stuff like that and obviously you know listen dan comes to me every single week it seems like with a new partnership there's going to be so many more giveaways down the road that everybody's going to get a chance to get at so always participate you know get into the social media aspect retweet share comment all that fun stuff and get yourself a chance to get in there and be ready to potentially win some more prizes but congrats to all the people that got them i hope you enjoy them uh the the draft kits are are fantastic and i'm happy that they're going to be partnering with us again next year i can't win them so i'm going to buy them and i'll be doing that next year um without a shadow of a doubt i've already talked to my brother who helps me uh run our main league and we're gonna we're gonna get a custom one with a custom image on the back built out and uh sent to us next year so that way we can have it for our draft next year so we're pretty excited about that yeah um exciting times and yeah um we still got the cat to give away which we will give away um on the last episode of fantasy football university and yeah There'll definitely be more prizes to come because I'm not ready to announce it yet, but there's something in the works. And um, they've mentioned um, one word, sport and memorabilia. So um, that's a little leeway into what we're doing. And um, they're going to be working with some of our shows. They've actually asked us to run their social media as well so um there'll be details soon um and yeah loads of content coming we're gonna pre and post game nfl shows coming up soon i've started um a sort of nightcap for all the baseball games um every night they're slowly starting up now by different contributors i wanted to give 
some of the co-hosts may be a bigger part of Let's Talk Sports and also create more content. Um, and we're also going to do the same for the NBA as well. So we've got loads of content coming, new shows coming. We've got loads of Philadelphia content creators uh, starting and all sorts of other things. Um, head over to the YouTube channel. You'll probably notice some new voices out there, new partnerships. Uh, keep your eye out for that because there's a few other things planned so yeah um i also wanted to say uh roku and amazon fire channel is now officially up the content is up and um some of the new people joined towards the end of the week will be up by wednesday as well so um, all you need to do is head over to those apps, search Let's Talk Sports. There'll be our logo, download it. It'd also help if you could do a rating. That helps with the algorithm. So, yeah, we're officially a network now, right? Yep, yep. I told my mom today when I saw her that I made it on TV finally, and she kind of rolled her eyes and laughed at me, but she knows what I meant. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I've already downloaded on my Roku gave it ratings and all that fun stuff. I hope you guys do the same. Just more ways to make all the content that we make accessible to everybody, which I think is something unique that we do. I don't see many other uh, content creators literally find almost every single platform that you can possibly watch something on and, and get it on there as best that you can, like, like Dan does. So hopefully you guys get over there, check it out, um, and uh, enjoy all the programming that you get a, a chance to watch. Yeah, thanks for that, Ryan. Thank you to everyone for joining us. And until next time, let's talk sport, fans. Thanks for watching.